Welcome to Dahua Chinese History and Culture Podcast. Here we are offering you the constructional Chinese history and what's the thoughts, origins, and background knowledge behind the stories. We also provide several Chinese vocabularies related with the story to help you understand and memorize. Let's get started. Hi everyone, I'm Jill, the co-host and a Chinese language teacher in Dahua Chinese. Hi, I'm Caroline. I'm the founder of Dahua Chinese. Caroline, do you like barbecue? Yes, I do. Why? Because we are going to talk about a very special person who they discovered the fire. Oh, you mean how to control the fire? I mean make the fire. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, not those magic things. Okay, bad no. jokes. <laughs> so, like ancient people started to know how to make a fire in a wild forest. Something. Yes, this is a very smart ancient Chinese guy who discovered fire, huo, and figured out how to use it and make it,、mm-hmm. which improved people's life and reduced the number of deaths from bacteria infections caused by eating raw food. Oh, yeah. His name is Sui Ren Shi. So the word Sui has the meaning of finishing the journey of darkness and going smoothly into the future. So, like Sui Ren Shi is a person that brings the cooked food to people. Yeah, and also the fire brings the light,、uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. So he is the grandpa of all the tasty Chinese food, especially the grilled one. Yay! And there are some Chinese words that look, sound, and mean similar to the word "sui." Like "sui dao" means the tunnel, and "shen sui" deep and profound, or "sun sui" to conduct something smoothly. Okay, so now let's talk about the keywords for the one who discovered fire, "sui ren shi." They are 发明发明 to invent or invention, 火火 fire are essential word for this episode. And 聪明聪明 means brilliant, clever, or smart. First, 发明 means to invent or invention. We could say, 爱迪生 Edison, 发明 invented, 电灯 the light bulb. 爱迪生发明电灯。爱迪生发明电灯。I want to add a word here, which is a supplemental one, but important, which is 发现。Like in this story, Sui Ren Shi actually 发现 discovered how to use the fire. Sui Ren Shi 发现 how to control the fire, and so 发现 and 发明 they are different words. 发现 is to discover, and 发明 is to invent. Thank you, Caroline, for adding on. Second, 火火 means fire. Last but not least, 聪明聪明 means brilliant, clever, or smart. Hmm. So, like Sui Ren Shi, very smart. Is Sui Ren Shi is a smart guy? Yep. You can also say 你很聪明 You're clever or you're smart. Thank you. Okay, let's now get into the story. Was there fire? Oh, during the Paleolithic age, though people used rough stone tools to hunt for the necessities of life hundreds of thousands years ago, 
They eat uncooked foods such as raw animal meat or raw plant roots or leaves. People became ill easily as a result of eating raw food, and their lives were cut short. Wasn't there any fire cool. at that time? In fact, people could frequently see fire cool. in nature. There were numerous cool. caused by various natural phenomena, such as lightning striking trees or dry forests absorbing the heat of sunlight in extremely dry conditions. People, on the other hand, were unfamiliar with fire cool. Instead, they saw it as a monster and thought cool. was an unknown, dangerous thing. They avoided cool at all costs. How did Sui learn to drill wood for fire? Sui according to legend, walked into the fire by accident and discovered that the burned animal meat smelled delicious. He tasted the meat and found it was great. He shared the cooked meat with others, and everyone realized how valuable the fire was. Swearinger suggested that people use as kindling. However, the fire was accidentally extinguished. Sui walked into the mountains in search of new kindling. One a dark night, unnoticed a light flickering in front of his eyes several times. He then heard clicking sounds. He followed the light and sound. Soon he saw there were several large birds pecking at a big tree with their beaks. Sui observed and discovered that the fire sparkled while the birds pecked he wondered if he could start by the same way. Sui cut a branch and wedged it into a large log. He began rotating it and something magical happened. The branch and log began to spark, but there was no fire. Sui refused to give up. He looked for more branches and tried patiently. The branch smoked after numerous attempts and the fire finally started burning. Heaven does help those who help themselves. Bringing a new life to people. Sui immediately returned to his village and taught people how to burn wood for fire. He also showed them how to fish and cook mussels and clams. People had better food and a better life since then. Sui as an individual that is so smart, Ming also created many historical achievements, according to historical records. He invented the method of record events by tying knots. This was similar to the kipu used by the Incas in the Andean region of South America. He twisted soft and resilient bark into thin ropes, then neatly arranged them, hung them in one place, and tied knots on them to keep records. Sui was so smart that he even dyed the strings in various colors using natural plant colors. Each color represented a different type of things or object, making the events recorded more distinctly. As Ming, as Sui accomplished so much for humanity. People used to refer to all animals as worms, for example. After observing all of the animals, he classified them into four groups. 
Except reptiles with feet were still called worm, those that flew in the sky were called birds, those that ran on the ground were called beasts, and reptiles without feet were called crawlers. After died, later generations revered him as the great ancestor of the Chinese nation. I like the part of how they discovered the grilled meat is delicious. That was so cute. Yeah, I love all the food that the following people created. Yes, I know that humans are smart, 聪明 enough to give them a tool to create everything. The tool here is fire, 火 But I'm curious why they aren't afraid of 火 fire. Because it's something very new that they've never seen, and it can be dangerous if you don't control it well, right? So, like Sui Ren Shi is also the one who make everyone in the tribe start to pray to all the things in nature. Do you mean that he gave people a concept of respecting nature?、Mm. Is that what you mean? Yeah, and it is still in our traditional belief. Like if we see a big rock. We might use a red curtain to tie it up and start to pray to it. Yeah, in ancient China, they pray to the trees, ancestors, the sun, the moon, and also the stars to wish for good fortune of the nation. And Sui Ren Shi was the reason. Am I correct? Yeah, they also pray to those Western gods like. Jesus Christ and put in the name like Xi Fang Shang Di in the temple. I mean, in ancient China. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like in modern Taiwan, we do this, right? Yeah. <laughs> so this is also become the tradition that ancient Chinese emperors would do every year. That they have the tradition to pray to the sky, Ji Tian, and the concept even passed down to all the Chinese people to memorize and pray to their ancestors. That's the reason we have a sweeping tomb festival, Qingming Jie.、Mm -hmm. On that day, we have to visit our ancestors' tombs to pray to them, talk to them. Show our love and missing to our ancestors. Yeah, even I don't recognize them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are so many. Like,、uh, I don't know. I don't know their name, and I never talk to them. But I know what's the relationship between them because I go to the tomb sweeping.、Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's important. And for Chinese tradition, we have the concept of 视死如是生 To serve those died like they were alive, so we would pick a place with a good feng shui, a good place, a mountain in the back and a river in the front, which is the traditional people love. Also, the place that easy to have the mudslide something, <laughs> and we believe that these kind of places can bless their descendants and make them rich and powerful. The descendants are us. So thank you, Grandma. Yay! So many ancient emperors would bring their wives, concubines, and ministers with them to die. Are you sure about that?、Mm -hmm. Why would emperors want the people to die with them? Because they are lonely. They believed <laughs> when they went to the afterlife, they would continue to rule the next world without rest. 
So you mean ancient emperors were workaholics, <laughs> and they need many people to serve them in the afterlife, right? Right. <laughs> so even their wives had to go with them. This tradition continued for a long time. So yeah, you can see some of the things like conspiracy and like drama in palace can go with this kind of tradition. In addition, they would also put a lot of gold and silver treasures in their tombs. So many people who lacked money would go to their graves to steal. That's why many novels and movies are related to this theme. This concept is similar to how Taiwanese people burn paper money to our ancestors, hoping that they will have a good life in the afterlife. Right? Yeah. We want our ancestors to be rich, <laughs> and some fortune tellers in Taiwan even encourage people to burn more paper money to their ancestors on YouTube,、um, because according to traditional beliefs or Taoist beliefs, burning more paper money can help improve your love fortune. But this is so unfriendly to our environment. Yeah. Do you want to have a boyfriend? Burn more money. <laughs> I would rather not. <laughs> <laughs> so,、yeah. did you know that many people from Western find it very weird to see fires on the streets in Taiwan? <laughs> yeah, that's our culture. <laughs> <laughs> But this is a characteristic of Taiwan. In mainland China, many farmers may find fashion. Gold when they planting their fields. What do you mean? Because their fields may be on top of the tombs of important figures from a certain dynasty. Oh yes, the terracotta warriors were discovered 发现 like that, right? Yeah. What does it have to do with 碎人士 Shouldn't we talk about 碎人士 for a bit? Ah,、uh, yes. Let's back to the story. And so let's talk about the profession of teachers, 老师 in prehistoric times. You mean the concepts of teaching or sharing knowledge? Yeah, and in ancient tribes,、uh, imagine you are inside. There was usually a bonfire, 篝火 in the middle of the village. Almost every night, the elders would bring you together and sit around the bonfire, 篝火 and teach the children traditional customs or knowledge. So the concept of teacher emerged, and the first teacher was 碎人士 Yeah. And he also established ethical relationships between people, such as fathers shouldn't marry to their own children. Something. Oh, that's quite important for people to survive.、Mm -hmm. Maybe they also found 发现 the genetic problems are easier to appear on those babies that are born by those couples.、Mm. All right, that's all for today. If you have any experience about burning paper money for your ancestors or put anything about feng shui in your house, feel free to share with us. We would like to know if feng shui works for you. You can also join our Facebook group by clicking the link below. Also, follow us on Instagram, Da Hua Chinese. You can also send us personal messages. We would love to hear from you. If you are interested in a clear framework of Chinese dynasties, historical background, art, and lifestyles in different periods, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Sounds great. That see you in the group as well as in the next episode of Da Hua Chinese History and Culture podcast. 
，拜拜。拜拜